You may be seated. Our scripture reading this morning uh, actually comes from 2 Corinthians. It uh, begins in verse nine or, or chapter nine, verses six. I know the Luke um, passage is listed. I'm really not sure why, because it has nothing to do with what the sermon's about. Uh, so maybe read it. Maybe it's there for some of you, um, and uh, maybe someone needs to read that this week. So take it home with you, read it, and let God speak to you. But hear the words from Second Corinthians. The point is this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or out of compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, you may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, He scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your sharing with them with all others. While they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given to you. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Morning, church. Love to hear you out there. Your singing's been beautiful this morning. For those of you who are online, I hope you've sung along with us and and have been blessed so far. We're glad that you're worshiping with us today, whether you're in the house or you're online. Uh, And we want to uh, just give a shout out to everybody. Wave to those in the house. Wave to those who are online so that everyone can be a part of the good... Good Shepherd United Methodist Church family. And if it's the first time that you're visiting with us, you are part of the family, so welcome aboard. Um, Please, if you're online, comment with us in the comment section so that we know you're here. And uh, we love hearing from you. Even if you're out here in the congregation and you want to shout out, go for it. Uh, In the last few weeks, we've explored face-to-face encounters with Jesus. And these encounters changed the world. We see that encounters with Jesus uh, lead to a greater understanding of mission, outreach, stewardship that we find on our faith journey. We are experiencing joy as we dialogue with Jesus and receive his instruction. We are learning to take faithful risks for the kingdom with, even when we struggle with our own misunderstandings. Our hope is to be transformed by our interaction with Jesus so that we can change the world around us for better as we offer hope and healing. During the month of November, we've turned our focus to to prayer and discernment as as we seek what and who God is calling us to be at Good Shepherd. We are grateful for God's blessings and opportunities to to listen together and, and seek to move into the faithful future. 
The season of prayer is winding down, but there is still time to participate in the opportunities available. The prayer stations are still around the sanctuary, and you can really pray anytime. You just don't have to pause in the month of November. Pray that, that God can, can speak to us anytime as to what our future will be. Our, our first face-to-face encounter that we had this, in this series is with Zacchaeus, who went out on a limb to meet Jesus. He experienced joy and was transformed. We were challenged as a church and as individuals to stretch our faith a little farther out on the limb to see what Jesus has in store for us. We were encouraged to be a reflection of Jesus in this world and be transformed as we encounter Jesus while reaching out to others. Last week we learned to enter into the joy of the Master found in the parable of the talents as we dug deeper into a less traditional interpretation of the story. Not only did this parable teach us about stewardship and taking responsibility, being accountable and preparing to enter into the kingdom of God, but also new sights of hope and love. The reality of the kingdom we have created of, of greed and status and power as if it were the kingdom of God intended that, that God intended, we found it fell short of, of the way that we are as Christians are to live out our faith. We learn that being faithful sometimes is risky and that joy is found in the risk of protecting the least of these and listening to the voice of the other. We discovered that taking the risk to live a life from a different perspective and that stewardship is abundant. And an abundant living is not tied to our wealth. That's where we need to understand that as we live abundantly, that's how we are to live our lives. Our ability to love and serve others with the blessings we've been given demonstrates a deep faith in God's ability to grow our own resources. We are to be good stewards with our blessings and use what we have to, to build God's kingdom. Blessings come in many forms, but entering into the joy of the Master comes when we share these blessings with others. We fill this sanctuary this month with blessings to be shared in our community uh, and as a tangible effort to share our abundance as we listen to God's call. Now today we turn our hearts to being thankful. Of all weeks of the year, even the least grateful among us seem to tend to count our blessings. Our hearts appear a bit lighter as we think about the things for which we are grateful. Even when life around us seems a bit crazy, we can still find blessings galore if we stop long enough to look for them. The challenge for us is is to live a life with thankful hearts and to find joy in the blessings around us in this broken world, not just this week, but every week of the year. This morning we tackle a text that is usually a stewardship text about, about being a cheerful, cheerful giver and discerning what God is calling you to give. But today, in a fresh and unconventional way, we're going to dig a little deeper beyond the surface of this passage to challenge our understandings and to reveal a proper response to God's grace and love through justice. We're going to pour out that all of this is poured out on persons as we serve God through giving and loving and good works. When things seem less than optimal, it's a positive attitude that allows us to see the blessings among us and among the chaos and to give thanks in the midst of everything that's happening around us. 
My mantra for several years now has been faith over worry. This, faith, this phrase keeps me focused and grounded. It, knowing that I don't have to control or fix the things that are beyond my capacity to solve allows me to remain positive and thankful for the blessings that surround Good Shepherd United Methodist Church, my family, and my own little piece of the world in 2022. Faith over worry gives us hope that the future is bright for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. Good Shepherd is blessed with the future opportunities to reach our community in new and exciting ways. We're getting closer to retiring a decades-long debt that places us in a position to do greater things for God's kingdom. We're growing as a faith family, exploring new ministry opportunities, and faithfully serving in the ministries that are in the Good Shepherd DNA. Faith allows us not to worry when we will when we will discern what God is calling us to be, how God is calling us to to be in ministry with our community, and who God is calling us to serve. It's our faith that allows us to move forward one step at a time, trusting that we will recognize these blessings and then be thankful for them. Now today's scripture gives us a glimpse of a faithful and hopeful response to God's grace as we show our gratitude to God for the abundance God has provided in the lives of those who follow God. Paul is speaking to the Corinthians metaphorically as he provides guidelines for how we are to give back to God. He's not necessarily speaking about giving of our resources as we often interpret this passage but also about responding to the grace that is given to us by God. Paul offers us some guidelines. He says to give from a decision of the heart, not because we're required to or or with reluctance, but with graceful cheerfulness. Giving with this attitude is pleasing to God. This attitude is framed and defined by God's love for us and our response to this love. Say that again. It's framed by God's love for us and our response to this love. God abundantly multiplies our blessings, not because we deserve them, but out of God's love for us. Too often we're programmed by this world to believe that we deserve what we have. And because we've worked hard or or sometimes we feel shortchanged because we feel that we don't have enough. But God's blessings are always enough to meet our needs, even in those moments when we think we should have received more than we were given. God's favor and blessing is not deserved, but freely given and received. As recipients of God's grace, a response is needed. Because of God's abundant giving, it is necessary that we share abundance with others, be it resources, grace, kindness, service, or love. Sharing from the abundance God gives us is not an option that we choose to do or not to do. It's an essential element of our faith. As believers, we're free to choose what form our good works will take. We're not free to choose to neglect doing good works. It is God's grace that empowers us to abundantly share with others. God initiates grace in our lives and in the lives of others. Using the metaphor of God as a sower, Paul paints a picture of abundantly sowing seed that forever remains in the lives of God's people. Physical provisions of food, 
spiritual provision of grace and emotional provision of love. These seeds multiply as we share them with others that we meet along our journeys and are harvested for righteousness. Our expression of thankfulness to God's abundance is demonstrated in our righteous living and pursuit of justice. As we reach out to others with the grace and love given to us, we show our thankfulness to God. We express this thanksgiving through acts of service, not out of obligation, not only to those we love, not only to those who live and act like we do, but all persons for whom Christ died. That's everyone, my friends. We are to give abundantly to everyone. We're called to serve those who may never be able to return that service to us except through their love for God. The grace-filled opportunity to serve in God's name with thankful hearts is a gift. uh, One commentary states it best. Grace from God comes as a gift. God's grace prompts grace in and among people. And that grace returns to God in the form of thanks. May we thankfully respond to God's gift of grace and love as we enter into this Thanksgiving week. Grateful hearts are a welcomed response to the blessings that we have received. Now, as a tangible thankfulness experience this season, I encourage you to create a gratitude jar. For the next 30 days leading up to Christmas, Find something each day for which we are grateful. Write a blessing down on a slip of paper and place it in your gratitude jar. On those days when circumstances overwhelm you, pull out that jar and be reminded of the blessings that you have received. Then on Christmas Eve at all three of the services, we will return this gratitude jar as a gift to the Christ child for who the season is celebrated. Now, in your pews, you're going to find a sticker to be placed on your jar and a few slips of paper to get you started. Take one as a family or as an individual and create your gratitude jar. If you're a part of the online family, give us a call at the church and we'll send you your gratitude supplies via snail mail or we will have them available on our website later this week. We hope everyone will participate in this season of gratitude. Today is also the day where we're given the opportunity to make plans for your family's 2023 giving to Grace UMC. Our future is exciting and and we're eager to begin uh, serving our community and those folks God is sending along our journey, journey in ways that we may never have before. Imagine how God's kingdom on earth can be seen as as we complete our debt this year and dream of new ways to show God's love as we serve our neighbor. God calls us to give of our blessings. Good Shepherd UMC is is currently crafting a faithful 2023 budget. You can help us be good stewards of these gifts we receive by, by sharing with the financial team how you plan to support Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. No need to attach your name to the card. God knows who you are. We will simply use these figures as an estimate of our income in order to complete our 2023 budget. Cards will be available next week, both in person and online. I want you to take a card. I want you to pray about that card. Pray about how God is calling you to abundantly give of your blessings. 
Think about our challenge to, to climb a little farther out on a faith limb, as did Zacchaeus, and to reach and risk much as we live in the Master's joy while we honor God with our blessings. Remember today's lesson to, to give not out of obligation, but out of the love God has for you. Fill out your card. You can place it in your gratitude jar. Drop it in an offering plate over the next few weeks. Or simply mail it to the church. What you give is between you and God. What we receive will determine how much ministry we can do in God's name at Good Shepherd. Prayerfully consider how you and your family will be a part of God's ministry through Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. As we enter into this first of several holidays that will end 2022, may this season of Thanksgiving be a blessing to us all. May our hearts gravitate to all God has done for us as individuals, as families, as a faith community, not only now, but in the past. May our future be filled with moments of gratitude of our blessings as we praise God for all that God does, has done, and will do for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. May our face-to-face encounters with Jesus open our hearts and minds this Thanksgiving season and beyond. This morning, as, as we come to the table, this table is a gift. This table is a gift given to us by God. It's not just for um, the United Methodist Church. It's not just for those of us at Good Shepherd. But this is for all God's kingdom. And this is a gift given to us for which we are to be thankful. That night when um, Jesus gathered with his disciples, he knew what was coming. And I'm sure it was difficult for him to be thankful. But he called all of his disciples to come together to, to think about what, what the ministry had done. They had just, they had just celebrated the Passover and, and they knew that something was different. There's different energy. But we all have that same opportunity to know that we too are welcomed at this table. Everyone is invited. God calls us to partake of this meal out of thanksgiving for what God has done for us. I want us to take a moment right now just to pause, lift up those things which may, um, may be keeping us from hearing that voice of God, from doing what God is calling us to do, and know that God hears you. Holy God, we know that, that there are times in our lives which we do things or we don't do things that, that you've called us to do that pre- present barriers. But Lord, we know that all that you give us and all that you do, the best thing that you do for us is to forgive us. Lord, we accept that forgiveness as we come to the table this morning. And Lord, we ask that as we come, you pour out your blessings on us that are here, on those who are participating with us online. Lord, we ask that you make the gifts that we have on this table of bread and juice become for us your body and blood as we become your servants in the world. Lord, take us into your presence. Fill us with your love and grace that we may serve the world. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. As we remember that night, we know that Jesus took the bread. He broke the bread, and he blessed that bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. When supper was over, he took the cup, blessed the cup, gave thanks to God and said, Drink from this all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. In these mighty acts, God calls us. God calls us to come to the table with thankful hearts, with forgiven hearts, so that we may be filled with his presence. Come now. Those who are going to participate with me. have gluten-free options available. Uh, We have um, individual servings available. If you're not comfortable with doing intention, for intention, they will break off a piece of the bread. You will dip it in a cup. And as always, the altar is open. Come as you are.
goes with you and go with thankful hearts.